Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shadow. On my way from one place to another last week on the Upper East Side, I noticed painted on the outer wall of one of the, the restaurant seating structures that have been built into our local streets, what I often call restaurant sukkahs. I saw the words painted, New York Strong. They were written, no doubt, in recognition of our city's response to the pandemic. New York Strong is a take on a number of strong mottos, Boston Strong, New Jersey Strong, each a response to a difficult event that has occurred in our world. And these phrases remind me of a bit of an older statement from Jewish tradition. We conclude the book of Numbers this week, and when we do, and as we do, this community and synagogues around the world will chant, Chazak, chazak, v'nid chazek. Be strong, be strong, and together we will be strengthened. Words we say when we finish a book of Torah. Last week a friend shared with me something I believe many of us are thinking, how challenging the world is around us. Each of us can name woes we are addressing and the list is long. The pandemic, political polarization, climate change, inflation, Russia's wanton attack on Ukraine. I can go on and on and I know you can too. It has been for many of us trying times. Reflecting upon these words, be strong, be strong, and together we will be strengthened, I was struck by their clarion wisdom. When we gather together for good, for blessing, such as in a synagogue to hear and study the Torah, we are strengthened individually and as a community. Just this week, without even searching for them, I happened along news of this community's gathering for good that inspired me. Tonight, I'll share a few of these stories with you with the hope it may strengthen us all. When Russia invaded Ukraine in February, many of you asked this synagogue what could be done. Hundreds of us made contributions to the Central Synagogue Emergency Fund for Ukraine. We then sent our donations to organizations we knew were effectively addressing the humanitarian crisis. Organizations such as the Jewish Agency for Israel. They have been on the front lines in Ukraine and in surrounding countries, helping Jews and non-Jews alike. 
A few days ago, their vice president reached out to thank Central Synagogue, and when she did, her name is uh, Danielle Moore, by the way, Danielle told us the story of an 84-year-old woman named Rita. Rita called her Israeli granddaughter when Russia began its attack. The violence triggered traumatic memories of when Rita was a child and had to flee Ukraine due to the Nazis. She returned home at the end of World War II. This is a picture of Rita holding a photo of when Rita was a little girl. In February now, alone in her town, afraid and confused, Rita was considering leaving Ukraine again, this time as an octogenarian. Her granddaughter called Rita's local rabbi. She hoped he could work with the Jewish agency to evacuate Rita to Poland. Simultaneously, Rita's daughter was also fleeing to Poland from another part of Ukraine. It was, it was chaos. Rita's cell phone battery ran out and confused and exhausted, Rita was disconnected from her family. Her Israel-based granddaughter reached out to a Jewish agency employee named Raphael, who had suddenly gone from being a shlicha, an Israeli emissary in the Ukraine, to a frontline refugee relief worker in Poland. Rita's granddaughter asked Raphael to find her frail grandmother amidst the thousands of people now temporarily in an abandoned Polish shopping mall. And the granddaughter sent him this picture. It's her passport photo that she had in her Ukrainian passport. And he promised he would do his best to find Rita. He began searching bed to bed, showing Rita's faded picture to volunteers and refugees alike. After many hours, Raphael found someone who looked like Rita sleeping on a cot. He waited by her side for her to wake up. Raphael showed her the picture on his phone to confirm it was her, and indeed, it was. And Raphael said, the joy of that moment, the sense of miracle it inspired in all the devastation was unbelievable. And then they made a phone call to Rita's granddaughter in Israel that was filled with tears of joy and Raphael took Rita into his care. He made all the arrangements for her to quickly enter to the Jewish agency shelter in Warsaw, where she met up with her daughter, who had also made it out. And then Rita soon traveled to Israel on an evacuation flight as the matriarch of four generations of her family. And here is a picture of Rita standing with her aide alongside her daughter, granddaughter and great-granddaughter, all safely now in Israel. How about that? Yes, together we can strengthen each other. I was also reminded this week of our synagogue's recent effort to assist in the resettlement of three separate families, nine people in all, from Guatemala. They entered the United States as refugees in January. And since then, the three youngest of members of the family, with the assistance of volunteers from our synagogue and the organization HIAS, they have been placed in an organization that has helped them learn English, and they began high school. Four of the adult members of the family just graduated from Emma's Torch, 
a culinary training program in the city that teaches refugees and asylees kitchen skills and helps them find jobs in restaurants. Our central team of 20 volunteer leaders, some of whom are here tonight, will tell you how they have marveled at these people's resilience as they make this massive transition. To the person, they have also shared how meaningful it has been to play a part of their journey. One of our volunteers, Jocelyn Markowitz, shared with me how it also provided her a new powerful perspective on her grandparents' immigration from Eastern Europe to the United States. Jocelyn and another volunteer, Central's Chief Financial Officer, Judy Zipkowitz, also both told me how rewarding it has been to work with fellow congregants toward this shared goal. Our team of 20 volunteer, 20 volunteer leaders will tell you that they've received so much from this important effort. Chazak, chazak, chazek. And, and just in case you're noticing a theme here, I want to remind us that we don't have to be helping refugees to bolster each other. This week, Rabbi Bokdal shared with me another story of Alicia King, who we have been celebrating tonight. Alicia, you walked into this synagogue for the first time about a year ago, and you told me you were moved by the sanctuary and, and you took a seat in the way back. Soon, you were approached by Suzanne Sklutz, who you're sitting beside now. Suzanne is a long time, along with her husband, Ed, a longtime member of this congregation. And Alicia told me Suzanne came up very softly and asked if she wanted to sit with Ed and a few friends a bit closer to the front. And Alicia said yes. That first night at Central, Alicia told me of the nice people she met, people who helped her find the right place in the prayer book and feel welcomed. Suzanne and Ed were heading out to a restaurant for dinner and invited Alicia along, and you said yes again. And a beautiful friendship was born. You've experienced a lot of wonderful changes in this past year, and as these events transpired, you've shared the news with your new friends, Suzanne and Ed. And Alicia shared with me that Suzanne's seemingly small gesture one year ago, that gesture of hospitality, really changed your life. And small gestures of hospitality and kindness are something each of us can do. In fact, it is our obligation. It is a core mitzvah, a core commandment. We are interconnected. And when we do good for one another, we are fortified. Friends, we are living in a time when we all need all the strength that we can muster. Chazak, chazak, venit chazek. Like tonight, let us gather together for good. Let us do right by one another. Let us fulfill all the mitzvot we can. Because when we do, we will all be strengthened. Shabbat shalom. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org. 
our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Shalom,